Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Jeff Johnson here with Angela Hanscom. How's life, Angela? Life is good. <laughs> what are we? We're we're still looking at uh, at when to intervene, when to step in, and when to step back. You yes. got another example for us? What what is it? Yeah. So I have this example is about um, you know a child that um, likes to be the bad guy. So likes to play the villain. And uh-huh. we've had we've had this child this type. You know, children do this throughout the years. And, um, so sometimes we get a child that is like, I'm going to be the villain and the bad guy. And, um, we had a really interesting situation this past year where it's a little one and he was really into villain play. And so the other kids, uh, really felt like, oh, wow, he really is bad. Like he's always the bad guy. So they, they started making him the bad guy, even if he didn't decide to do that. (laughs) that day. He's the default bad guy. But then he jumped right into that role because I think it was comfortable for him to play the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And this went on for a couple of months. And um, we had to really watch it though, because there are times where the kids would um, like, even when they're having lunch, they would be like, well, you can't sit with us because you're the bad guy. So it kind of like, um, and kids would get really upset with him, think, like thinking he really was a bad guy. Like it was uh-huh. really interesting. So we had to, we, we allowed him to be the bad guy. Obviously that's his choice. Um, but we did have to watch out for some of the things that were said out there. For the most part, if they're arguing, that sort of thing, or no, you can't play or like, so there was a little bit of like exclusionary play too happening with that. So it was quite the balance. And um so we had to be careful that there wasn't like name calling or like bullying per se. So we don't allow that. We would go in and just remind them like that, you know, that, mm-hmm. that probably really hurt his feelings. But if they were playing and they were like, no, he's coming. Oh, like that's totally acceptable. And so we'd allow that to happen. But like, for instance, when they had snack and they were like, well, you can't sit with us because you're the bad guy. Um, that was the time we'd intervene and we'd say, actually, you know, this is something you guys are playing, but right now it's snack. So we're not playing. And, you know, there's no reason for him to not be able to sit with you. And so, and the kids were able to, they're like, oh yeah, that's right. And so it was really interesting. Um, but what happened was we ended up talking to a mental health professional because we, our conference this year was all about um, why play is needed more than ever and mm-hmm. why it's important for mental health. And we had asked her about this particular child. And she said that, you know, it's really important to allow children to play the bad guy, like to, and that it's something that they're working through. And so you should never be like, no, you, why don't you be a hero? <laughs> like we, It's not our job to tell them what is acceptable play in that, that means. Um, and so he, um, he ended up, it was again, a couple months of this, of being the bad guy. And then um, we did the, the three little pigs and we did the wolf. 
And he loved it because he could be, um, he could be acceptably, he was accepted by the other children because uh-huh. he was the wolf. And a couple of them were like, we want to be wolves with you. And so there was an image of him howling on the rocks and they were all like, <laughs> and like, so he had his own pack. And so then he started to get to know the other children because he wasn't alone with his villain. So it was almost like we embraced his villain role and uh-huh. provide an experience that allowed him to, to play that out. And once that happened, things changed and he started to, um, he actually moved beyond the bad guy and he became just part of the group and he played totally different play schemes, but it wasn't until it was fully embraced and other yeah. kids, like it was acceptable by the other children uh-huh. that changed. It was really interesting. Well, I, I, I love all, everything about that. I, I think I, I wrote something not too long ago about, about power play and being the bad guy is a, a type of power play because there's a lot of power in being the bad guy. Yes. And that's a big piece of it. And, and so kids take on that, that persona because it's, it's powerful, but also it's, it's a chance to, to play with the concepts of good and evil. And, and there's a lot going on there. Even, even when they're three, four, five, six, seven, eight year olds, they're playing with these big concepts and, and these types of play. And, and I, I, another thing that came to mind was, you know, Peter Gray talks about one of the conditions of play is that play is set off from the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the problem some kids have is, is knowing when the play has stopped and we're back in the real world. And so um, at snack time, for, for some of the kids, they might have been continuing the play scenario um, when others weren't. And that's where that's where conflict can arise sometimes because somebody might still be playing and somebody else has stopped playing and, and, and that's where things can get con- confusing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that like, just think about what's happening in our world right now. So the mental health professional was saying the same thing. Like they're playing these power type opportunities of good and evil, like you said. Mm-hmm. And also um, another thing we've, we're seeing a lot of is kids like stealing from each other and like, you know, but she said that that power play is so that they can gain control over what's happening too. So we're going to see an intensity of that right now. As yeah. Well, so. Yeah. And, and, it's it's something that some programs struggle with allowing that because it I, I the phrase I like to use is that it doesn't have the the play aesthetic that we adults expect. We expect play to look a certain way, and when there's a lot of types of power play, the bad guy play, for example, um, doesn't doesn't kind of fit into that category, and so we tend to shut it down. But but that drives it all underground. It doesn't make them stop. It makes them do it out of our out of our view and then we don't have the opportunity to to help support it or influence it or or help direct it um which which can cause problems on its own yeah it kind of crosses over to what we were just talking about that whole control thing like we you know really again knowing when to intervene when not to like allowing that play scheme to work itself out but you know putting some limits around you know how the they're treating each other. The other thing we did have to intervene is sometimes he would get physical mm-hmm. and like literally hit, try to hit the other kids. So obviously that's, you know, they're yeah. not, not even play fighting, but so we would go in and say, you know, you know, talk to him about that. But yeah. for the most, but allowing him to be the evil person, there was nothing wrong with that. Yeah. How did his parents respond to this? Were they cool with it or? So, well, um, his, one of his parents was, um, was saying, I just want him to be the good guy. 
And it's really interesting because, but he chose to play that. He really wanted to be the villain. And so, you know, just explaining that there's nothing wrong with that. That's just part of, you know, and when we did the Three Little Pigs and the wolf, um, you know, that parent was super excited because it was an opportunity for him to acceptably, I guess, be a bad guy. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was, yeah. And then I think things shifted after that for everybody. But I, I, I also think of um, when communicating with parents, not making things a big deal. Like it's just, it's just how they're playing, you know? Yeah. We even do a camp, um, some programs called Villains versus Heroes and kids pick if they're going to be a, a hero or a villain that day. And, you know, it's just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I, so I think one of our jobs with parents becomes, like you say, just kind of turning down the flame. If yeah. they, if they feel yeah. something, if they feel a lot of heat, a lot of friction over something, being right. able to step in and give them, give them some, some support in, in toning down and understanding that it's just play and that, uh, you know, it's part of the process and that it's something oh, they're yeah. going to, they're going <laughs> to outgrow. He's yes. that, that child is, it, it, it is highly unlikely that that child is going to grow up and become a super villain and, and live <laughs> under a volcano in the South pacific or something it's just it's just it's just a stage yeah absolutely (laughs) right and 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 i really commend you in the program for for being able to roll with it because it that again is something that that a lot of programs um struggle with or or just shut off all completely instead of instead of even trying to 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 make it work they it gets it gets shut off right and if you think about like the mental health practitioner we worked with is a play therapist she's like Mm -hmm. that's play therapy they need to work through it. Um, yeah, yeah, and I, I think we we need to 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 hold in our minds that children are constantly putting themselves through little doses of play therapy all the time, because that's that's one of the things that play does is it allows us to to work out things that are going on in our in our real lives or that we're thinking about or imagining and make sense of them, and and it happens all the time in our play spaces. Yeah, I agree. Any more on this one before we pull the plug on this episode? No, I think that's good. Hey, people. Thanks for listening to Timber Nook Tips. We will be back with another episode soon. You you enjoy yourselves out there. Go play. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Timber Nook Tips. Share your questions and comments at playvolutionhq.com slash podcast slash Timber Nook. For more Angela, visit timbernook.com. For more Jeff, visit explorationsearlylearning.com. Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early that feed is just for patrons you could be one of them go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more this has been an explorations early learning upstairs studio production oh